When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Station now number one for podcasting. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow smoked wings and world famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Thursday, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller to talk sports with you for the next couple of hours. Thanks for spending your morning or some of it here uh, with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. We will start things off with the uh, Sean Devaney, who covered the uh, NBA for literally, I think it's his third decade now, uh, at various outlets. Sporting News is where I believe he was the longest. Uh, but Sean Devaney, uh, very close to the game. We will speak with him at the bottom of the hour. I've uh, got a couple more game sixes tonight. Got It's amazing. We have six game sixes tonight. Tonight. Six. Elimination games. Six elimination games uh, in the NHL and the NBA. Unbelievable. Sean Devaney kicks things off. John Bowenkamp covers the Hawkeyes for various outlets. Looking forward to talking to him about a number of things. Basketball. I'll talk to him about Brody Brecht. As many minor league games as he has seen in his years of covering mm-hmm. minor league baseball. When he watches Brody Brecht, what does he see? So we'll pick his brain on that and other stuff. Coming up at 11.05. And then David Kaplan, who had to push back uh, to today and maybe next week as well. I forgot to tell you that. Okay. Uh, that he may push back uh, next week. I guess uh, at ESPN 1000 over there, they're doing something where they rotate show mm-hmm. slots. Yeah. So we, if they did, we did that here. You know, you and I might draw the morning show and the morning yeah. rush might draw the two to four for one day. I don't know why they're doing it. But it's just a one-day-a-week thing for a couple of weeks, and that's what Cappy and his team are going through. So we get him today at 11.30, and we'll talk sports with Caps. Cubs get a win uh, to actually win their first series since opening weekend. How about Is that, that? Right. They beat the Brew Crew 2-3, yeah. and uh, there was one game rained out, and haven't won a series yet until, or since rather, until yesterday when they beat the Padres. Well, the NBA, I called it, Trent. I was all over it yesterday. I said this game was going to be a blowout. You nailed that. I absolutely crushed it. Now, <laughs> I had the wrong team blowing out the other team. but uh, You thought I was crazy for taking four points. I, I did. I thought, well, I'm not necessarily for taking the... Well, I did. I thought the game was going to be a blowout. I thought that uh, Golden State... Yeah, Memphis could do it once and get up without their leader, uh, but I didn't see that happening again. That was just terrible. I mean, they, they just mailed it in. I flip it over for two minutes and just uh, it was awful. I got to go back to Calgary, Dallas, which was tough, and uh, it was it was it's, it's difficult. I get it. Um, 
it's a it's a tough listen. Anyways, it, uh, was. it is. It, it truly is. I don't know what ESPN is doing. Uh, I really don't. I, I think it's setting back what they're trying to do uh, over there because um, there's so many others that have to be more capable than her. Anyways. Leah Hextall. Leah Hextall, who comes yeah. from a hockey family. She knows the game like crazy. It's just her voice inflection. It's mm-hmm. just impossible to listen to. A lot of Canadian coming through. There is. I mean, she's from where I am. <laughs> she's um, her own family, the Hextall family, very involved in the game forever. Grandpa, uncles, um, knows the game, but just not play-by-play, play, please. Anyways, so the basketball from last night. Let's start with did matter, and that was the The Bucks. one good game, really? It was really good, Trent. I do want to get to the, the Rangers and the Penguins, because I just feel awful for what happened in that game to Sidney Crosby, who's Going got a history of concussions. And it looks as though he may have been concussed with a an elbow on a, on a dangerous play from a guy who's made a... He's done it his whole career. And I know that because he was a Jet. And I watched Truba when he was in Winnipeg, and that's the way he plays. He's a good hitter. He's a big hitter. But he, I mean, to take Crosby out like that, there's nobody in the playoffs has been playing any better than Sidney Crosby. It's true. He's, he's drinking from the fountain of youth. He's, uh, for all those people that think that he's no longer the best player in the game, I'm raising my hand. Um, he has shown in the playoffs that he still can do it. And for him to go down last night the way that he did, and the worst part about it, there's no supplemental discipline coming from the NHL. Really? They play on. There was no penalty called. Um, and they're, these, well, we'll see. It just, I, I didn't like it. Anyways, let's get to the Bucks and the Celtics, Trent, because that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Was there a point other than the last, I don't know, 90 seconds that you thought the Celtics were in trouble? I didn't. To lose the game, absolutely not. No. no. I, I figured they would find a way. And you saw the Bucks run coming, and it started into the third quarter when they came back, cut it to three. How they got that wide open three at the top of the key. I'm like, all right, settle in. We've got a good game here. Mm-hmm. But then the Celtics regain control, goes into the fourth quarter. Even as the Bucks were making that run, though, it just it never felt like they were going to get over the hump. And you know, Tatum gets to the line with 30 seconds left, back up to they're fine. Yeah. The Celtics are going to win this basketball game, yeah. and Giannis making plays and mm-hmm. a foul that. What did you think of that foul with 14 seconds left? It, it was pretty chippy. I yeah. thought there's there so yeah. many things in an NBA game, and again, I this is of they bailed them out a little bit, right? Now, not only do they get the first free throw, then they get the offensive rebound to put back well, in. Well, and that's on Marcus Smart, who who yeah. just has to, you know what, Trent? He wishes he was anywhere but on the floor. Let's want to get away. What was that, the Southwest <laughs> yeah. commercial? Yep. Because not only, who did he bump into going for the rebound? Was it? Was it Portis? No, I don't okay. think so. It was his own teammate. Oh, okay. It was Brown, I think. Yeah. They both went up for the ball, and I thought Brown was going to... I think it was Brown. Uh, it was, he was going to snatch the rebound, and that's an entirely different game. That happens. Portis gets the putback. And then Drew Holiday steals the ball, mm-hmm. throws it off of Marcus Smart, going out of bounds, as if that's not enough... They inbound the ball. The ball's thrown back to Smart because he's going to rush it up the floor and take the three to potentially uh, tie the basketball game. And the ball is stolen from Drew Holiday, who was phenomenal. Yes. He really was good. Who has really struggled, especially offensively in the And you know what, Trent? I thought that, you know, he kind of really struggled in the first half of the game. Yeah. You know, because it was... was Giannis and just Giannis. Yes. But in the second half, Portis and to your point, Holiday, they stepped up and they and they were terrific. I just if you're Boston, I mean that one that rips you. That one rips you. Because that one felt like they had the game the entire way. But if they're the champs, 
you know what? You got to beat the. You want to beat the champs? Got to knock them out. And they were not able to. Nope. This Bucks team playing without Middleton. Remember the, what Middleton meant? Not just, of course, last year, but mm-hmm. to Team USA. Yeah. I mean, he was an important part of them a year ago with the Olympic team. And yeah, he's not a superstar. He's not, but he is so important. Mm-hmm. And this team now is on the precipice of beating this Boston team that we thought for what last couple Still, of weeks going into the playoffs. Yeah. You have a game at home to uh-huh. eliminate the team and then set it up against whoever comes mm-hmm. out of the other side, be it Miami or Philadelphia. You have to feel great if you were Milwaukee and the way this played out. I thought it was uh, pretty cool, too. Connaughton would turn out to be the game clinching free throws, hitting both of those, a Massachusetts mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. You had to believe that he grew up wanting to be a Boston oh, Celtic. Oh, gosh, for sure. Went to Notre Dame, well, a Catholic got, boy. Yeah, he's got the right name. Yes. He went to Notre Dame. I mean, yeah, he's Boston all over, right? And to knock down those yes. free throws and, and to get the ball in that spot. They were trying to get him the ball to get those mm-hmm. free throws to make it a three-point game. How about this, though? And... I didn't. I wasn't listening to the broadcast at the time. It was on low as we're putting the kids to bed. But why didn't Boston have a timeout left there with five point six or whatever it was left? Use a timeout to advance the ball to midcourt. Yeah, yeah. How are you out of timeouts in that spot? Mm-hmm. Is it new coach there? No, I can't kill him. He's been terrific. He, he has been, yeah. but that's you know what, what you got to keep I, in your I, back pocket. I guess I never even realized that. Yeah, why didn't? Uh, why did they inbound the ball? Because everybody's the got a timeout left. Right? Sure, sure. You always have a timeout yeah, left. Yeah, they had their challenge left. I, they didn't use it, I don't think. That's an excellent point, Trent. One I never even thought about. Yeah, and I didn't. I don't know if they talked about it on the broadcast, but I was just Not incredibly that I surprised. Connaughton hits the free throw. Uh-huh. I look over. I look up. Okay, where's the timeout? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, crap. Jack, shut up. I get, we got to watch the end of this game here, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it was one of those that I just, those little moments in the game that, Coaches, you can kill them in a lot of different mm-hmm. factors, and that's one that just leaves at least left me scratching my head. Why don't we got that to in the back pocket yeah. and draw something up with five point six to get a three pointer? Excellent point, excellent point. Never even thought of that. Well, it, um, I guess I was so uh, so pumped up when when Holiday stole the ball. I yeah. mean, it was just terrible for Marcus Smart down the stretch. Those final few seconds, Giannis's three to tie the game it was mm-hmm. just math, or to to make the game close, just massive with what a. I don't know, buck forty yes, or so like left in the game, somewhere around there. If that doesn't fall and Boston gets the, well, no, we're t- it's if it would have should, right? Right, right? That's where we're at with this game. But my God, it was good down the stretch. This series has been unbelievable. Game six coming up tomorrow night. Fingers crossed that we get to game seven. Now, when would that be? Because they don't have anything scheduled. Well, it would be Sunday. There's no basketball Saturday. Yes, another week where no, no NBA basketball. games will be played on Saturday. Yeah, doesn't make what dollars. are they doing? I don't know. And the thing is, they could have stretched this out more. Doesn't seem like in the past yes. that they would stretch it out and there would be two, three, three or four days yes. between games. Mm-hmm. And they did it a little bit in the first round, but we have been back-to-back, 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 where you've had the two games. Mm-hmm. There could have been a night here sometime midweek where we could have just had one game and stretch it out so you at least guarantee yourself a Saturday Now, I game. wonder, Trent, and this this is um, this much, I may have zero to do with it, but you're right, your point is well taken. Could it possibly have to do with the fact that both broadcasting entities are now involved in the NHL yeah. and they weren't before? That's not a bad theory, at the very least. Another thing that I, I wonder about is because those two games, the first two games that were played in the Memphis-Golden State Series, remember they had to move it back because of the uh, comedian, the Joe Coy, right. Joe Coy uh, com- comedy show that was happening yeah. at the arena, if that stretched things out already yeah, too maybe. much... 
and they got their window. They want to get back to a regular schedule. I mean, they, they saw, obviously, what the ratings were, not just in the bubble, but last year mm-hmm. when that thing stretched into July, people were on vacation. Sports fans, you like just going through the cycle, right? We enjoy the cycle. And, all right, NBA finishes up and NHL, and then we get into baseball. Well, college football could last until March, <laughs> and if basketball would make it till the end of May, that would be fine. Stretch it out right. But, <laughs> but we've selfishly, seen yes, TV I know numbers. Yep. You just you get right after the Final Four, it's right into the Masters, mm-hmm. and you get part of that routine. And with that routine, people tune away. Mm-hmm. They're not used yeah, to true. watching NBA basketball in July. we got family vacation. we got things going on. We've seen the numbers, what they dictate, and I think that's something – where I would guess the NBA is probably looking at that. Hey, we need to have the finals mm-hmm. during these dates. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, you were spot on with your uh, with, with your Memphis call yesterday. Uh, wh- wh- what do you see? Where, where's the series at? It's three two now. It, is is Memphis back in this thing? They're so much better defensively without John on the floor. I mean, any metric that you look at shows that this mm-hmm. is an elite level defensive team when he's not out there. And yeah. Not only that, they understand they have to share the ball better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get shooting. You got to have Desmond Bain, who finally woke up a little bit. And he did early in the game. When he's making them early in the game, he thought, oh, here we go. And hopefully, the next point guard of the Minnesota Timberwolves, Tyus Jones, out there, the Minnesota mm-hmm. boy. Boy, take him and put him in that spot. I think he really got something there. But he played incredibly well mm-hmm. in that game. But just how good Jackson. they are defensively, sharing the basketball. It's, it's not ball dominant, John. That's just an incredible talent. And this is one of the most talented guys we have in the league. But you see this team, maybe it's cliche, but they're more of a team. More team basketball, I guess, would would be a way to say it. Yeah, kind of. Look at the numbers when he was out this year. You've seen teams that can go on a little bit of run. They have, hey, your star player's out and you play well for a week and a half. This was... 25 games. I, I know. And, and, and my, my blowback on that, well, they weren't playing Golden State and Steph Curry in, in, those, in those games. But you were 100% right. Look, I, I, that, was, that was a gutsy call uh, on your part. And they just crushed them. Now, I don't know if it was Golden State. Let's just win it at our place. I, I don't know why they just showed up with, I mean, they had no urgency whatsoever. It was the scrubs that were making this game close. Mm-hmm. Scrubs, NBA guys making millions. <laughs> it was the bench players uh, that made this game with relatively... With 15 minutes left. I know it. It was unbelievable. But there was no drama. They may as well play him, rest of the, rest of the uh, starters at that point. Adams, he's a pain in the you-know-what mm-hmm. for, for Golden State. Jackson, pain in the you-know-what. Clark was really good yesterday. Clark was terrific. Uh, in the game. It was tough to watch. It was. It was such a blowout game. So that led to questions about Golden State Phoenix, if we get that. If it still plays out, the two teams up 3-2. Because I've been in Golden State since the start of the playoffs. I I felt Golden State, even as Phoenix, and especially, obviously, the Booker, really pushed it over the edge. But with that happening, and now I think I'm back on the Phoenix side. I am, too. I'm, I'm just... And you hate to teeter-totter this quickly. Well, and Golden State's been favored in this thing. Where are they this morning? That is, is Phoenix now the back to being the favorite to come l- out of the West? Let's bring up the odds here because I think it's incredibly intriguing the way this is I kind of think out. Phoenix is probably favored now. And just one game, uh-huh. how quickly that can flip. Right. And, and it's been going back and forth quite a bit. So let's go to the NBA tab and let's take a look at the futures, team futures. Conference winner to win the West. Phoenix is now the favorite, yeah. minus one fifteen. Golden State plus one fifteen. You get the Mavs at nineteen to one, or the Memphis Grizzlies at twenty eight to one. Who would you take a stab at? Well, I've got them at thirty three to one. Okay, so this is just to win the West. By yeah, the way. yeah. That I don't have the thirty three to one to win the West. I I, st- I think it's Phoenix now. I'm, I'm with I think you. it's Phoenix. I'd lay the minus one fifteen mm-hmm. if I was forced to make a bet. And in the go East, out East, 
The Bucks are the betting favorite. Are they really? Three to two now, plus one fifty. The Heat plus one sixty, right behind them. Mm-hmm. The Celtics still a plus three eighty. Trent, they're worth a play. I think so too. And again, this is not to win the whole thing. This is nope, just to just win to the get East. out of the East. And then Sixers ten to one. Yeah, yeah. Harden can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, he had one good game. So, so what? Are, what? Are, what's Boston to win the championship now? Let's go to the championship tab. You can get the Celtics at plus eight fifty. That's amazing. That really is. It just goes to show you the swing, right? Mm-hmm. And if you and if you do have an opinion, wait till they lose because mm-hmm. what were they yesterday? It had to be like four and a half to one Probably, yesterday. Yeah, we we've talked about this so often. When you're betting these futures, how important it is to play them off a loss. And you know how I am playing these futures. Yes, you like teams off wins. Well, so, yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't get the best number usually. No, you see a team play well, and you're like, I'm jumping aboard right. before they keep playing well. Right, right, right. And that's right. something that you do, but it's not fun. It it makes you a little squeamish because you just saw a team play awful or mm-hmm. like Boston blow a lead. But mm-hmm. plus eight fifty, yeah, there's ten bucks uh, right there in the DraftKings account. We're gonna fire away at that one. Ah, uh, good stuff. So uh, today is the release of the NBA, uh, the NFL schedule, Trent. We say it all the time, just how dominant the marketing department, the marketing machine that is the NFL, they have owned this week mm-hmm. with the NBA and the NHL and the playoffs. And they've, for the most part, all been good. Um, the NFL puts out a couple of games on Monday. Then they put out a game on Tuesday. Likewise, on Wednesday, a game of all things, put out a week 10 game between uh, the Cowboys and and the and the Green Bay Packers, and we eat it up. Get a little nugget this morning in advance of seven o'clock Central Time tonight. It's just amazing how mammoth this machine that is the NFL is. Completely different than any other sport. There's nothing like it. Not even close. And we love dominating the news cycle, Trent. But the way that they do that, the way that they can stretch this thing out. Spring football, yeah, it matters in college football, but it's not. Right. Like what the NFL has, not just with the right. draft, but this schedule release. Now, can you imagine, bring out your crystal ball, think into the future, and take a look here. And let's say college football does something similar. And there is a breakaway. Not the doom and gloom that people are saying, you know, 2025 teams breaking away and forming mm-hmm. their own league. Mm-hmm. But FBS football, as we know it. Yep. The 130 teams are their own. You have to only play yourselves. There is no games against FCS teams anymore, none of that. Right. But there is a scheduling entity where conference commissioners come together. You have the alliance. You know you're going to play in the Big Ten, a Pac-12 team. Uh-huh. If you're the Big 12, hey, we got an alliance ourselves right. with the SEC. We know we're right. going to have an SEC team on the schedule. And that's the one that, that, that they release at some point? And they come together and say, we're going to have our own schedule release. How crazy that It'd day be bananas. Be. And all of a sudden, hey, Iowa State, you're now, going to Ole Miss this year. No, going, I agree. You're going to the Grove. Yeah. And that's going to be your road game mm-hmm. this year. That's the well, one that you're going to basketball tries to do with the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Yep. But it gets lost in the It shuffle. absolutely gets lost because football's still playing, happening. Yeah. Um, this is that would be really that would be really pot. Now it wouldn't be in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, it would only be in Des Moines, not only, but you might get sure. my Lincoln, Nebraska, be huge. Yep. Ma- college towns, but college markets. That would be really something to generate buzz. In. When would you do it? About now, after spring football. So maybe basketball after the semest- is over. Yeah, after the semester ends, probably about this time would probably be perfect. And do you pl- get in front of the NFL draft? I mean, do you do it? Maybe the week in between after the Masters and before the NFL draft? I don't think so. I think this would be the time. I mean, when things are really starting to slow down and, and 
college athletics in general outside of mm-hmm. college baseball doesn't really have anything going on. So we on. know that the first Saturday in October that your team is going to host someone or be some well they're going to be they're going to be on the road cuz last year they hosted. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it's going that would be brilliant. It'd be incredible. And you can still lock in your rivalry game for Iowa mm-hmm. State. That can still be in there. Georgia, Georgia Tech, whatever it is. The non-conference game. Say, hey, that's going to be part of it. Mm-hmm. We have this one locked in. And you can put all these parameters together. But if the NFL can do that, remember, they had to completely rip up their schedule when Tom Brady announced he was coming back. Yeah. They were, I think I read They 80, were ready to go. They were 80% done. Right. There were a few things that they were still shuffling. Sure. And they completely ripped the whole thing well, up. they got to get him on NBC yeah. on Sunday Night Football, on Monday Night Football, prime time. Get him where he's going to end up mm-hmm. at Fox and you make know, sure that late that, afternoon window's got a lot of those. Without, without a doubt. Speaking of that, I, and there's a team I'm watching tonight when the schedule is released, and I normally wouldn't be. I want to see what the NFL does with the Cleveland Browns. What are they going to do with the Browns and Watson? You, you, because that may that may give us an indicator of if there is a suspension coming this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't see him till week ten. Well, that's just it. I mean, because yeah. they should be a decent football team. Oh, absolutely. Um, but the, but they've got a guy that's got twenty two or twenty one twenty something uh, civil suits pending, um, all having to do with uh, with the same subject. Look it up. Mm-hmm. If, um, what will they do with the Brownies? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, I think, anticipate it'll be a six-game suspension. That's been something that has been out there quite a bit. We've seen a lot of six-game suspensions that have been handed down. So mm-hmm. many people connect into that, that that's what's going to happen. And, well, if Baker Mayfield, though, is starting those games... <laughs> is that why he's still there? Is he, is he still there because they can't... They can't get rid of $19 million. No, and nobody's going to help him out, too, no. because they're pissed off that the, oh, yeah. the way that Cleveland did the Watson contract. They're being team. the other owners. Yeah. Right? They did not like that. That put them kind of in a corner when it comes to them doing future contracts. Oh, my gosh. The the NFL is so powerful. So I powerful. Saw the Bears have a primetime game against the Packers week two. See, I'm not looking because I do it every year and I yeah. get sucked in and it's never oh, right. Oh, you, you fall into the trap of, what is it, NFL schedule, dork down. NFL source. Uh, yeah. yeah, NFL schedule. And that guy never knows anything. Never gets it right. No, this is actually from beat writers that right. I saw. And the Bears also have a game in October. I think it's like week eight. It'll be the Amazon Prime Thursday night game against mm. the Commanders. Mm. Well, I just game. got I just got a text from a friend of mine um, that works at Prairie Meadows, and he's a Dolphins fan. He tells me Christmas Day that the Packers and the Dolphins are going to okay. be in Miami, and I know that the Broncos. Where's Denver going to be? Oh, in Ramville. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's two of them on Christmas Day, if we get if we get Packers yeah. and two in Tyreek. Um, you figure we were not going to get Jaguars Titans? No, no, those days. By the way, so I I I, I uh, took the loss on Titans. I cashed out. You did? Yeah. There's You're... no freaking way. <laughs> I bought the ticket thinking because Aaron Rodgers. Remember? Yes. He bought property in, in Nashville. Nashville. He bought. Pro- he's building a home. Oh, is he now? Open account. Fire away on the Titans. What was it twenty-eight 30, to one? Uh, twenty-eight or thirty? Yeah, I think it was twenty-eight to one. I twenty-eight think it was. to one. Yep. The number one seed in the AFC. You get. From a year ago, twenty-eight, 28 to, one. to one, and you just bought out of the ticket because yeah, they're not the best team in their division. I Matt Ryan's think... a Colt. <laughs> you watch two thousand nine, Matt Ryan, <laughs> or twenty twenty-two, Matt Ryan. He's still better than Carson Wentz, an upgrade from Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor and company. And I like that Colts team. I think they're going to be. 
I think they're the team to beat in the AFC South. I agree with that. Yeah, I think they're the team to beat. Not saying they're going to win Super Bowl, but if they do, I'm well looked after on them, too. <laughs> oh, I love betting futures. I know you do. Uh, it's the only way I like to bet. Well, I mean, I gave out Golden State yesterday. How'd that work out? <laughs> Not well. Not well. <laughs> uh, we will get uh, more NBA uh, conversation coming up. Sean Devaney is going to join us. Looking forward to John Bowen Camp. Cappy is here. Did you watch any? Now, what happened to the Twins last night? Suspended for rain? Rain, yeah. Apparently, it was ridiculous storms, really? too. I watched. Uh, watched early. They got an early lead. Watched him tie it up. Moved over to hockey for a moment. Uh, it was me and Jack last night, boys' night. He wanted to go right back to the Twins. I've got him sucked in. I've got him sucked in. I Don't love do it. that to him. Oh, I know. I know. Don't do that to him. Hey, I've done worse things as a parent. <laughs> Having to be a Minnesota sports fan for everything except for the Vikings, that's all right. But he's into the baseball. He loves that's the baseball. Good. So well, I saw he was, he was out, in the, out in the yard just taking some cuts. Yep. Get him throwing with his left hand. I already got Johnston coaches uh, contacted oh, me. Oh, you do? <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, good stuff. So they will resume today because there wasn't yep. today getaway day in it that was, series? It was, yeah. So it's going to be 30 minutes after the conclusion. They'll pick it up in the third this afternoon. And who's winning? I don't even know who's uh, winning. 3-1 Astros. 3-1 Astros? Yep. And then they will go 30 minutes after right mm-hmm. into game two. Of that one, I know so. the Cardinals play this afternoon. That's where I was going to be this afternoon. Yeah, there's a bunch of is there games again this afternoon. So yeah, tons of Thursday afternoon baseball to get you going. The Cubs, they uh, no, they're off. Yeah, they get ready for in uh, Arizona. Bill, yeah. Over the weekend, which the Diamondbacks team's playing well. No, they are. They are, and I've got an over on them, which yeah. which is good. That'll offset maybe my seat. That was no, a family one. play. I jumped on with you. Did you? Yep. I hope you stayed away from Seattle because yeah, they I did look not. awful. No. We, we were opposite sides. Ten twenty five. Time for another thousand dollar home run. Enter this nationwide contest at kxno.com. Once you get there, enter the keyword win. Win at KXNO.com. The keyword is win at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Sean Devaney will talk NBA with Trent and I when we come back. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. Home Selling Team. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Miller Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Well, if you've been reading about the NBA at any point in your life, or going back through the decades, pretty good uh, chance that you uh, came across a Pete that was penned by our next guest, Sean Devaney, longtime NBA uh, writer, three decades. Three decades, Sean, is that fair to say that you've been doing this? Man. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I started when I was eight, so yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I've been doing it for a long time. You know, we've been, I think, incredibly spoiled by these playoffs. Maybe within the, with the exception of the last two nights, although the uh, game last night at TD Bank was unbelievable. But the yeah. playoffs, Trent and I were having this discussion, Sean. We don't remember going back to the first round, them being uh, as edge of your seat as as the first round was, and even carried over. They've been great so far. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and, and and I think you had to have some. Uh, uh, suggestion that that's how it was going to be just because, um, you know, the, the, the way the league was this year, there were no runaway favorites. You know, I mean, there was in, in, in either conference, you know, obviously Phoenix is probably the best team during the regular season. Uh, but you always had a, 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 a sense that Golden State at its best, uh, was at least as good as Phoenix. Um, and, and the way we've seen Dallas play really over the last two months where they were, uh, one of the two best teams in the league uh, to, to close the year. You knew that they were going to be a factor. Um, you know, in the East, it's been 
uh, Miami at the top, obviously, but you had teams, you know, even going down to six and seven, you know, where you had Brooklyn as the seventh seed, you had right. Chicago as, as the sixth seed, and those were two very good teams in the regular season. So, uh, you know, I think you had a situation where uh, you had to figure that this was going to be a pretty good postseason, and it's, it's, it's definitely delivered. Last night, it was a surprise. Not that it was a blowout, but who was doing the blowing out? <laughs> yeah. Memphis winning in that fashion, getting up 50 points and setting records all over the place and doing it, of course, without Ja Moran. First of all, how does that happen to a team like Golden State? Not to get beat, not to get beat by a dozen, but to be down 50 in an NBA playoff basketball <laughs> game. It's just it's baffling that that can happen. Yeah, it really was a strange, strange game because, uh, um, you know, Golden State has been uh, you know, such a, such a good team over the course of, uh, the entirety of this season. And, and, and it's hard to imagine them. You know, they're, they're obviously, they're reliant on the three pointer. And, uh, uh, you know, that's something that, uh, uh, that can come and go. And, and I think that we saw pretty clearly that went. I think the bigger concern for me, though, is that, like I say, you know, the three pointers are going to come and go. Uh, but the bigger concern for me is, uh, that their defense has not been quite up to par. They had a very good defense. I think they were number two in the league uh, in terms of defensive rating this season. Uh, and they have not played that way uh, in the playoffs. They didn't play that way against Denver, and they haven't played that way uh, so far against Memphis. They have not shown the level of defense. So if you look back at you know when they made the run of five straight NBA Finals appearances, it was defense. You know They were always a top-five defense during that stretch, uh, and uh, and they have just not been that. Uh, with this team in the playoffs, so they've got to figure that out. That's that's. A, I still think they'll win this series, and 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 I think we'll be set up for a very good conference finals. Uh, but at the same time, if if they can't figure out their defense, they're not going to be uh, as good a team as they looked at, at their best uh, in the regular season. Sean, I got to ask you about the T Wolves. I know that they're out. We should be hearing now, but uh, with the G League team in downtown Des Moines and Minneapolis, three and a half hours up the road. Um, Minnesota finally got back to the playoffs with that young team, right? For the most part, young team. Uh, what, what, what's your take on the T Wolves? Where they're at as they, you know, try and move up the NBA food chain? Yeah, I, you know, I think the one thing that we saw is that, uh, you know, they have been such a good young team over the last couple of years that just couldn't seem to put it together. Uh, and, and getting the right veteran can really help you, uh, you know, point those young guys in the right directions. I think Pat, Pat Beverly has been the right veteran for that group. Uh, you know, the, the passion that he brings, the energy that he brings, uh, not necessarily the talent. You know, obviously he's not nearly as talented as, as five or six other guys. Uh, on that roster, but he is so important in terms of the attitude that he brings. Uh, and, and, and I thought that as, as the season progressed with them, uh, you really saw that, that, that this became a much more confident bunch. Uh, so by the time they got to the playoffs, I thought that, uh, uh, you know, by the time they, uh, uh, beat the Clippers there, you know, they, they, they were a team that, uh, that, that had a lot more confidence than what their record suggested. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's something I think that as you go forward, probably looking for another veteran. You know, I mean, I think that, that going forward, they're going to want to bring in another veteran to kind of help, uh, uh, you know, help bolster the attitude that they developed uh, uh, over this past year. Uh, you know, obviously, like I said, Pat Beverly was, was the ideal guy. I think it's probably, uh, you know, when I look at the young talent that they have, Anthony Edwards especially, of course, Carl Anthony Towns, they've got plenty of talent. They can score, but I think it's, it's, it's going to be more about mentality and attitude uh, and uh, and I think if you can get another guy along the lines of a Patrick Beverly, uh, then they're going to be that much better next year. 
talking NBA with Sean Devaney. Sean, uh, let's jump over to the Bucks Celtics game last night. An incredible comeback, making big plays, getting offensive rebounds. The, the Bucks in the fourth quarter, they were outstanding. My question, though, is I, Ken and I talked about this a little bit earlier in the show today. Six, five seconds left in the game, and the Celtics don't have a timeout. Just trying to wrap my mind around because it feels like everybody keeps that in the back pocket in case you need to advance the ball. What happened there with Boston? Yeah, I mean, you know, especially in the NBA, you get 1,000 timeouts, right? right. How could you not have one left uh, at the end of the game? Uh, you know, I mean, look, Amy Adoka is a, is, is a first-year coach. Yeah. This is the first time as a head coach in the playoffs uh, in that situation. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, they burned a timeout earlier that they didn't need to, and, and, and it really cost them. Uh, you know, at the time, of course, you know, you, when, you're, when you're in the midst of blowing a 14-point deficit, you're not necessarily thinking I'm going to need a timeout uh, <laughs> with uh, with five seconds to go. You're thinking I got to stop the bleeding right now, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you, you know, if I can stop it when we've got a seven-point lead, then you know it won't matter what what happens with five seconds left, and 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 I'm sure that's part of the mentality that fed into it. But but even with that, you've got to know that. That uh, no lead is safe in the NBA. It's a cliche, but it's true. I think we saw that uh, last night, and 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 it's something that uh, uh, I think if you're Ime Adoka, uh you won't make that mistake again. No, I don't think so either. Uh, Marcus Smart made some mistakes down the stretch in that game, um, and he's been so good. It's it's hard to be critical of him. His defensive prowess is on display each and every night. But the champs are the champs, right? And, you, and uh, it, it just seems like boy, Boston. May have lost the series at the end of that game. I know that you know there's still a long way to go before it's determined. But man, it sure feels like they had it in their grasp. And I just wonder if we'll look back at that, you know, closing final seconds. Even Giannis's three with the buck forty left in the game. Yeah, uh, just huge. Yeah, I thought that Giannis three was was especially big. Uh, you know, to leave him that wide open. Uh, even though he's not, he's been a terrible shooter really mm-hmm. uh, in the postseason to this point. But you know he's an MVP player. He's, he's, he's arguably the best player in the game. You cannot leave him that wide open, uh, even on a shot that you're okay with him taking. Not with not not with the time and situation uh, that there was in that game. And and you know the Celtics this year uh, since they've turned it around, which basically happened uh, starting on December 31st when they beat Phoenix. Um, you, you know the Celtics. Defense, they just haven't made those mistakes. They have not made those mistakes. They've been so attentive to detail. Their offense has come and gone, uh, but but their defense has been so consistent. They haven't made those kinds of mistakes. So it was definitely surprising to see them make those mistakes in that game. But you know that's part of having uh, you know won a championship. That's that's part of the experience level that coaches talk about. Uh, you know that 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 Milwaukee was going to take advantage of that, and the Celtics were going to make that mistake. Now you know if the Celtics progress and 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 if they come back and they they win a championship then then that's something that they learn going forward but uh uh you, you know certainly that's I, I think watching that game you saw a championship poise uh from milwaukee and and and, and you didn't see that from boston two teams tonight with the chance to close it out obviously the heat at the 76ers the suns at the mavs of the two teams though that have to win back to back dallas or philadelphia who do you give the better chance of pulling the upset, not only just winning tonight, but then winning a Game 7? Mm. You know, I think Dallas. You know, I, I, Dallas is in this situation with nothing to lose. Um, you know, that, that, that they've kind of gone as far as I think any of us expected them uh, to go. And, and they've been able to exploit some things from Phoenix uh, that, that I think a lot of us didn't think that they'd be able to do. Um, their defense has been, uh, you know, when it's, when it's 
when it's right. It's been uh, it's been really really good. They've been one of the better defensive teams in the last half of the year. So I think Dallas probably has a better chance. You know, Philadelphia entering this year and after the James Harden trade. They were supposed to be in the NBA Finals, and I think that pressure is catching up to them. Uh, I think Miami's the better team. They're obviously the deeper team, uh, and, uh, and, and you know, I think that uh, from what we've seen in the Sixers in the past, they've, they've not handled this kind of pressure well. Uh, a lot of that gets got thrown on Ben Simmons, but it, it goes beyond Ben Simmons. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, I think Philadelphia – in the situation that they're in, uh, I, I have a hard time seeing them win two games in a row. Whereas Dallas, you know, with nothing to lose, uh, why not? You know, I mean, they, uh, they they seem to be in a position to play more free and easy, whereas I think Philadelphia's going to tighten up. Mm. You know, you mentioned Ben Simmons. What about his team? What about the Nets? How different do they look? I mean, it's surprising that this team... Um they got they've got way too much talent to be floundering the way that they were. Uh, even they get in as a seven seed, I get it. Uh, but man, they were um, they shouldn't be there. What's this team look like next year? It, it's a great question. You know, they never wanted to trade for for Ben Simmons. They were sort of forced into that mm-hmm. uh, by by James Harden. Uh, you know, that's basically the way that went. Uh, I know the NBA has investigated it. I don't know if there's going to be any punishment, but it's clear that the Sixers and James Harden were sort of angling to to force that trade, uh, and eventually they did. The, 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 the Nets never wanted Ben Simmons, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he winds up uh, on the trade market uh, ahead of the NBA draft next month that, that we see him uh, kind of running through the same circles that he was running through uh, before because the Nets – I mean, look, they – they can't sit around and wait for this guy and see what he's going to be. You know, Kevin Durant's 32, 33. They've got to make a decision on Kyrie Irving. They're going to pay him a ton of money, uh, you know, for a guy who's been a part-time player uh, really the last few years. Um, they, they can't sit around and wonder what they're going to get from Ben Simmons. If they can cash him out right now and get somebody else, get, get you know, maybe a couple players in there who could be supporting pieces, they're going to do that. Philadelphia did not want to do that when they were looking to trade Ben Simmons. They wanted a superstar in return. I don't think the Nets are going to have that same bar. I think with, with, with Kevin Durant getting uh, older and older, they're going to want to try to get pieces in that can help him win right now. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised that if we spend the summer – uh, looking at potential Ben Simmons trades, just like we did uh, basically over the past uh, uh, over the past twelve months now. Sean Devaney, Heavy dot com covers the NBA. Grateful to have him on. Sean, thank you for ta- finding time for our audience here in uh, in Central Iowa. Appreciate it, Sean. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank you, appreciate it, Sean Devaney. Uh, Heavy dot com is where he now. Um, you can see what his work is on the NBA. Been covered for your sporting news is where I remember yep. him the most. Right? Yeah, I think he was there probably long 15, time. 20 years. Yeah, long time. And uh, a guy that knows the league incredibly well, dating back to the Bulls days, way back with Michael Jordan companies. <laughs> wild. Um, who's, who's your favorite right now to win? <laughs> yeah, the, Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. I guess that's where I am. They're the betting favorite. Mm-hmm. If I had to make a choice, and even leaving betting aside, I'd probably go with the Suns. Mm-hmm. Who do you like in the East? Bucks? Because Giannis, they're up 3 Maybe two. it's Miami. I, there's just something about that team. It's hard to really wrap your mind, wrap your arms around it because... They're a different team. They right? are. They played for the title two years ago. Yeah, it's wild. It just... Mm-hmm. Because it was the bubble season, it was so weird. Mm-hmm. They played for the title just two years ago. And they're going to have home court. That's true. They are the one. Whoever Boston yep. or Whoever, Milwaukee comes out of there, yep. they're still going to have home court. And Jimmy Butler will have those days, and Tyler Hero will go off. and They're just an odd team.
They're not like what we think of NBA teams today with that star. I know Jimmy Butler's good. Oh, he's good. I know he does right. the Mick, Mick Golden Light or whatever it is commercials as he's with, sitting on with, the plane. Well, have you seen the one with Peyton? No. You haven't seen the bowling commercial? No. When, uh, is it Venus Williams? Comes? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Of course you have. With uh, uh, Alex Morgan, Jimmy Butler. Who else is in it? Peyton? Your house is much quieter than mine. Very, very much so. That's that's a true story. Well, and I like the song, the ELO song. Oh, okay. That uh, is the soundtrack to it at the bowling alley. Anyways, time out. We'll come back. If you missed the keyword, you can still do it, I think, at, for the 10 o'clock hour at KXNO.com. It's win. Win at KXNO.com. Your chance to win another $1,000. Speaking of music, were you uh, a big fan last night of the taunting with Whoop That Trick? No, you know, I didn't know what it is. I had no idea what they were doing. But I, I saw it on Twitter. Um no, what, what? Tell me, help me out. Well, it's just you know a term that's in a rap song talking about. That's Steph said before the game. That's what we're going to come in and do. We're going to whoop that trick. That's that, that's and a then song. They played that song as they were up thirty. Yeah, and all they could do was just just laugh. Draymond smiling and dancing around with it too. It was pretty funny. We'll take a time out. Come back and finish up our number one. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point promo code radio. Awesome reliever. <laughs> This one, Trent. No, this isn't part of your rotation on your way in every day. And this is popular. This is popular. Yeah, this is what the kids like. Hustle and flow. No, you know, there's times that I wish I were young, but I think when I grew up, I think I lived in the golden era. Of, I grew up in the golden era of music. Right? We all believe that. No, I, this is true when it comes yeah. to me in my generation, 60s, 70s, maybe not as far as the 80s. Anyways. Whoop that trick. Who sings Whoop That Trick? DJ. DJ. So will we see them down the road in a commercial where they're in somebody's kitchen? With, with, what, <laughs> right, what, with Whoop, there it is. With Whoop That Trick. With Tag right. Team? Is that who I sings? get there, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. This doesn't right. do it for you. No, it does not. It right. does not. Thank you, anyways, for Whoop That Trick. Mm. They're selling that, right? They're making lots of money with that? Of course, yeah. No kidding. And the dance team out there, they're all going crazy. I mean, I saw what was going on, but just, anyways. <laughs> so, um, we got a big spot tonight for one of the teams that we're, that we're rooting uh, advances to advance the game of hockey in uh-huh. Des Moines. And that's having the Minnesota Wild get past the St. Louis Blues. Uh, it's an elimination game tonight. It's in St. Louis, um, where Minnesota's won in this playoffs. We remind you, last Friday night, they went in and they whooped upon the Blues. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Uh, man, St. Louis is such a good matchup. So it's a, a tough matchup for the Wild. They got tight, but we've seen when they've been able to play loose. And you've seen it in first periods, really, of the games that Minnesota's played well. Mm-hmm. You can tell right away. They're ready to go. They're locked in. And, and I think you're going to be able to know in this one if... They get out to an early lead. That goes without saying, I think, in pretty much any sport. But it really, in hockey and, and in an elimination game on the road, you got to take the crowd out of it yes, right Yes, and they did last Friday night, yes. but they, the series shifted back to St. Louis. You have to have a moment like that. Mm-hmm. And you need Kaprizov to be an elite-level player. And he has been. And you need, right. you know, we talked about the third line and what they've done. Mm-hmm. Greenway, after, what, game two, is that when he played really well? Whatever it was, yeah. he's been a little bit quiet. Right. You need somebody else to step up in a big way. It can't just be El Kaprizov, no. I think is the way that I yep. look at it here. But I think you're going to know early. I think you're going to know by 9 o'clock, 
is this wild team got a chance today? Well, and I've been fl- uh, sh- uh, searching around on Twitter during the break. I wonder if they're going to make a goalie change. Do they sit flurry and go back to t- Talbot was good all year. Talbot was terrific all year, but these Blues, they're good. Bennington has been terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won the Cup recently, what, three years ago, I think they won the, won the Cup. Um, that's a legit hockey team, so we shall see. But, man, fingers crossed we at least get to a Game 7 if they are going to go down. Um, look, the winner gets Colorado. It's not going to be easy for whoever wins this series. But it's sure like the while to get through for another round. For your sake, I'm gone next week. Oh, right, right. A little more local. Uh, a little Always more, a good thing. A little thing. more lo- uh, local is indeed a good thing. Carolina goes to Boston and they uh, polish it off? I think so. I think so. Toronto goes to Tampa. I think Tampa's, they're the two-time defending champs. We saw Milwaukee, how tough it is to, yeah. to knock them or uh, to, to put them behind the eight ball. I think that Tampa will be tough out. I expect the game seven. Kings-Oilers. Man, I've been dead wrong about this series. Yeah. I've been dead wrong. The Kings are better than I thought. Jonathan Quick's still there. Yeah, and he looks like Jonathan Quick of a few years ago. Right. He'd lost it. I mean, he lost his spot, but uh, he's playing He's playing really, really well. But McDavid's the best player in the world, and I think, and he was good last, uh, last, it was two nights ago as well. I'm surprised the Kings are doing this well. I am. It's hockey. These series. They've been great. It doesn't feel like seven's enough almost in hockey. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there, I, I would love to see the number of upsets, at least seed upsets, say over the last 20, 30 years, whatever it is, in hockey as opposed to in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's got to be significantly more, doesn't yeah, it? Probably. And those games shift over from ESPN back to TNT tonight as well. Oh, okay. So Olchek and, uh, and company and uh, John Forsyth, pretty good broadcasters. And then we get the Game 7s out of these four, if any of them advance to a Game 7, all on Saturday? I think, yeah, okay. because you got the other series that are going on too. So they would be Sunday night. And with no NBA on uh, on, we know there's no NBA game, regardless of what happens mm-hmm. in these series. All right, hour number two coming up. We'll have another keyword to get to. We'll have a John Bowen camp sighting, a David Kaplan sighting. Starting to see some trickle out amongst the NFL schedule. I'm not paying attention. From real people or the fake people? That well, you I'm used not to sure. I, I I thought they were real people, but um, got Look fooled you. before. You've been learning in your 60s. Uh, you never stop, Trent Condon. Hour two coming up next. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.